Good morning, everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruchem Aboem. Boker Tov. Good to see everyone. Uh, we're continuing in Perkei Avos of uh, Rabin, with the commentary of Rabbeinu Yoyna. We mentioned that this is a very fundamental area of Torah that it's important for people to have a Yediyah in. Uh, Rav Shlomo Volba writes in his Sefer that this is one of the four things that every Jew must know. One of them is the Perkei with Rabbeinu Yoyna. So we're now learning, um, we're up to Mishnah Beis. And Mishnah Beis says, Shimon HaTzadik HaTzadik was one of the last remnants of the Anshei Knesset the men of the Great Assembly, which consisted of 120 great sages, among who were Nevi'im, Chagai, Zechariah, Malachi, Mordechai, Hu Omer. He used to say as follows, the world stands on three things. On Torah, on learning Torah, on Avoida, and on acts of kindness. So, Rabbi Nuyon explains, what does it mean the world stands on these three things? The world stands, you know, and the ancient Greeks, they, they have this... Uh, image of the world and on the who what's holding up the world you have elephants and under the elephants there's a turtle and under you know as he okay but it's all nonsense okay but what's holding that up so what does the world stand on because we don't see pillars so Rabbi Yon explains so the first interesting thing is he was a high priest that he would go out wearing the garments of the priest, the high priest, to greet Alexander the Great. And Alexander would get down off his horse and bow to Shem So Alexander's servant said, Our master, the king, a king like you bows down to such a Jew? Amar lahem, he said, what do you mean? I would see his image when I would go to war and I would be victorious. Now why in the world the image of Shimon HaTzadik would appear to Alexander the Great, that requires explanation in and of itself. But two weeks ago we had a share about the philosopher of Alexander, Aristotle. And Aristotle also was uh, the teacher of Alexander the Great. Actually, we mentioned a, a legend. That's a story within our, the Bnei Yisachar brings it down. And it's definitely a Greek legend. But in our Sfarim, we have the story that Shimon, that Aristotle and all of his ascetic holy practices, he uh, attempted a very low act with Alexander's wife. This is brought in the Bnei Yisachar. But, uh, but Aristotle had a relationship with Shimon HaTzadik. In fact, in the writings of Aristotle, a number of times he said, this is what the Shemoni told me. He's referring to Shimon HaTzadik. Just, you know, you get get a, a, a some kind of context of what's uh, taking place. Hu Haya Oimer, he would say as follows. 
<coughs> the world stands on three things. Meaning to say, What does that mean? It means the world was created for these three things. Why? Maybe it means the world stands on it. No. At the end of the parak, it says, That the world <coughs> exists for three things. And there it's, Desha, Din, Shalom, and Emes. So therefore, we're forced to say that Oymed means something different than Kayam. When it says Oymed, when we say Oymed, it means what was the world created for? What is the purpose of creation? For these things, the world was created because they are the will of God. Ritzaynenu Laimer, meaning to say, Shabaraha Oilam, that he created the world, Alashar Briyoisav Asidin Liyois, the Ratsun Lafanov. God created the world so that there be Briyois who are destined to fulfill his will. Al Yide Asiyas Eila Hadvaram, by doing these things. So, what does the world stand on? Number one, Allah Torah. Meaning, stand is really not correct. Al Shloisha Dvarma Oilam Oimed. When God foresaw a world, in his mind, the objective of that world was for three activities. Number one, Allah Torah. Kamayshinamar, like the Pasuk says, Shoicher Toiv Yavakish Ratzain. One who awakens and pursues goodness seeks goodwill, which we mean to, which means that someone who wakes up early to learn Torah, he has a Gain the goodwill of God. For such a person, the world was created. Like it says, not for my covenant of day and night. I never would have made heaven and earth. Bris zu The bris refers to Torah. God acquired me at the beginning of His path. Before any of His activities. The Torah says before God. I was created before the whole world. And on account of me, all of creation was created in order to sustain me, to fulfill me. And even though we all know this, that the world was created to learn Torah, and we all believe this, but the level of conviction of our belief is very often challenged. Sometimes, you know, this yeshiva needs money, or this kailal needs money. Say, oh, they need money, let them get a job. Why aren't they gainfully employed? So that kind of idea is not fully assimilating one of the fundamental beliefs that the world was created for loim de Torah. Because that's what brings nachas ruach to Baruch Hu. And there's no greater cause than supporting the proliferation of Torah in the world. And as much as we believe this, it's still something that we have to continuously review and integrate. So the world was created for Limit Torah. Number two, Alho Avoida. says, We know God selected the Jewish people from all the nations of the world. This is not... Uh, Biased or prejudiced, these are the facts. God wanted us. And of all lands, God selected, not Bara Park, 
not Williamsburg. He selected Jerusalem. And Ubacher Bishalayim Tzion. And of all of Jerusalem, he selected Tzion. The Harabayas, Kamei Shenemar, Ki Bachar Hashem B'Tzion. Eva Lamay he selected the Temple Mount. God wants the Temple Mount. He doesn't want the Catskills. He doesn't want Muncie. He doesn't want... Uh, God doesn't want Jewish communities in Chutzars. He wants Eretz Yisrael. He wants Yerushalayim. He wants the Harabayas. And he wants the Beis HaMikdash. Ubacha Beis HaBchira. And in the Beis HaMikdash, what does he want? He wants Avoida. Now, listen carefully to the words of Rabbeinu Yaina. Rabbeinu Yon is learning that if the world stands on these three things, this means they were created for these three things. That means these are three things that God wants. Rotsoin. So by Torah, we know He wants it. Shoicher toiv. Yavakish rotsoin. The world can only be created for something that God wants. So one thing we know He wants. He wants Torah. He wants Avoida. Like it says, Shekosav by rotsoin. So you say, oh, so then, uh, why did God create the world? He knew the base of Mikdash would be destroyed. But because of our sins, the temple was destroyed. And the Avoida ceased. And our prayer is instead of Avoida. Like it says, and to serve God with all your heart. What avoida is in the heart? You should say, So tefillah is avoida. Tefillah is in lieu of the avoida. We've spoken many times how each part of davening corresponds to a different part of the Beis HaMikdash. Shemona Esrei is the Kaidash HaKadoshim. Natil Sidaim in the morning is like from the Kiar, the Karbonis is the Mizbeach. This is the Yisoid of Tfila, it's Avoida. Avoida is Avdoi Bukhalavabcha. Now, if the Tfila is serving God with all your heart, can a person Davin if their phone is in their pocket and it's on vibrate? And the answer is no. Which means is it possible to serve God with all your heart if your phone is on? No, it's impossible. So Rabbi, does that mean, are you saying that if you have a phone on you while you daven, you didn't daven? Yes, very good, excellent. That is exactly what I'm saying. That if you carry your phone on you and it's on during davening, you didn't daven. Do you need to daven again? You can ask me privately, but you're not going to like the answer you're going to hear. So therefore, if you want to daven, now does everybody have to turn off their phone when they pray? No, only Jewish people, because we have to pray. So that means the most important thing you could do to make sure that God creating the world was for a good purpose is to turn off your phone. In other words, if you come into show with your phone on, you're saying, God, I don't really think you should have created the world because uh, what do you get out of it? Davening? No, we're, we're, not, we're not attempting to daven. We're just gathering in this room just you know, to look good in front of our friends. But we're not attempting to pray because prayer is pray with all your heart. You know what bothers me more than anything else? Before davening they announce, everyone put your phone on vibrate. Are you kidding me? 
Put your phone on vibrate? No, 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 no. Before davening, everybody, please take your phone and leave it in your cars. Anyway, I know you never heard this from me before, but what could I do? Um, Rabbi Yonah continues. Says Rabbi Yonah. Um, Behold, we have it. The whole world was created for a service of Hashem. And because um, we have no base, this is the meaning of the Pasuk. Hashem, God, open up my lips. And my mouth will relate your praise. King David said this pasuk for the sin that he sinned with Bathsheba. Shahayo b'mezid. David Melch sinned b'mezid with Bathsheba. Ve'in mavin carbon alas the dinos. You can't bring a carbon if you sin intentionally. Ve'alze Omar and about this David said in Parak Nun Aleph kiloi sach boit zevach ve'atena. You don't want a carbon that I should give it. Oila loy sirtsa. You don't want a carbon oil. Sheima yisi yachal havi carbon lechaperli hayisi mevioi. If I would be able to bring a carbon, David says, I would bring it. So Don Amach is acknowledging his sin with Bashava was intentional, and if God would accept the carbon from him, he would bring it. But Achshav sheini yachal havi. But now that I can't bring a carbon. Tiftach sefasai. God, at least open my mouth. Ufiyagiti lasecha. My mouth will say your praise. Usekabel atfila b'makom carbon and accept my prayer in lieu of a carbon. Usechaperli al chatasi. So here's the thing. That's a certain advantage of tfila over a carbon. Carbon only works for shoigeg, and tfila could perhaps be accepted b'mezid for averes b'mezid. Gamanach we too. We don't have a carbon to atone for us. For intentional. It's not for unintentional. God open our lips. And accept our tefillah in lieu of a carbon. So the God wants the learning of Torah so the world stands on Torah. The world was created for Torah. God wants Karbanais, Tfila, so God created the world for Karbanais. And what about Gemilas Chasadim? God wants that too. Greater is, is acts of kindness more than charity. Acts of kindness are both to the wealthy or the poor. Charity is only to the poor. You know, the most convenient thing, you ask somebody, could you help me? Sure. And they write a check. Okay. You'll take it. It works. But very often, people need more than money. They need assistance. And they need support. And they need they need people to be with them. And they need people to help them do things. So, Gemil's Chasadim is in a way much bigger than money. If you give a guy a buck, you get six blessings. But if you console him with words, you get an additional 11 blessings. There's a question, does it mean a total of 11? Six for the money and five for the good words? 
or an additional 11 for the good words. And Toysus comes out an additional 11. Which means you have two guys. One guy gives an Ani $10. The other guy says, you know, I have nothing on me. I'm really sorry, but um, have a great day. You should have Hatzlacha Rabba. And he says it sincerely and he makes the Ani feel good. The guy who says kind words to the Ani is doing more for the Ani, is going to get more blessings than the guy who gives money. Obviously, both are, are even better than you get a total of 17. You know, when the Ani walks out of your door, if he thinks like, you're doing him a favor, okay, so then you get the midst of giving him money. If he feels like he did you a favor, that you're happy to see him, that you're happy to have the opportunity, that's a much bigger zechus. And, part of kindness, very interesting, you got to be discerning who you give tzedakah to. You know, it, it's a skill when it comes to giving charity to weed out and give precedence to the modest and the God-fearing to others that are not so so uh, not so much the case, you know. Not, uh, the worthiest cause is not always the best advertised cause, and the most worthy recipient is not uh, is sometimes the most humble and the one who is ashamed to ask. The im and if you give to all of them, it's interesting that Yirmiyah HaMelech davened that his enemy should stumble and end up giving charity to those who are not worthy. Kind words are even to the rich. Why? Now sometimes the Havayseh Sometimes to lend them money, if they don't have it available, to give them good advice. Or sometimes they need a good word. You know, as I say, you think it's easy to be wealthy? People bother them all day long. They don't have real fat friends. Anybody who wants to be friends with them, they feel that, you know, they want their money. So a wealthy person needs chizuk, perhaps even more than a poor person. And just because a person has money, it doesn't mean they have a good life. They could have a lot of difficulties. So, the bottom line is everybody needs gmilas chasadim, and everyone needs um, kindness. Oil and incense make the heart rejoice. Umesek re'eyu me'atsas nafesh. And the sweetness of a friend comes from the counsel of the soul. Says Rabbi Yonah Just like oil and incense make the heart rejoice, so too It will be sweet to a friend when he has the counsel of, a, of, of the soul. Meaning, when, when they get good counsel, they will rejoice over it. It is 
the Midah of kindness. Midah zugoi remes liyos l'ratzon l'fnei Hashem. Ah, this Midah is desired by God. God loves chesed. God wants that. He wants that. In other words, if you're walking down the street and you say, you know, what does God want from me? What is what what could I do for Hashem that would fulfill his ratzain? Learning Taira, Tefillah, and acts of kindness. Uvishvila Nivra Ilam and the world was created to perform them. And about this, King Solomon said in his wisdom, Charity uplifts the nation. And the kindness of the nations of the world is sin. What does this mean? It says, Rabbi Nuryana, Samach HaPsukim HaElav Amar, it juxtaposed the Psukim and it said, Af HaPish HaTzdaka Turaymeim Gai. Even though charity uplifts the nation, v'chesed l'umim and kindness to the regimes v'makayim chatos liYisrael u'mechaper lahem. Rabbi Yona learns the pasuk as follows: Charity uplifts the the Jewish people. Kindness that the Jewish people do is in place of a carbon chatos. Nevertheless, ritzoyin melech leeved maskel. The will of God, is only for the Jewish people. To do those things that bring favor, that are desirable by Him. The smart servant, Yodea, knows to do the will of his master. Because he understands what his will is. Meaning, as much as charity uplifts different nations of the world, and kindness does, there's nothing that makes Hashem happier than the Jewish people who endeavor to try to fulfill His will, because the smart servant knows how to fulfill the will of God, and the smart servant knows that the will of God is fulfilled in three primary ways. Learning Torah, Tefillah, and Gemilas Chasadim. Okay, that concludes this uh, segment, and we're going to um, go to the Biyar Tefillah.